When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to our latest episode of Eagle Eyed View. My name's Robert Warlow. I'm joined today by digital writer Mark Ritson. Hi, Mark. Hello. And uh, we'll review Crystal Palace's 3 2 home defeat against Manchester United. Um, it was a real sickener, wasn't it, Mark, for, for Palace, um, having led 2 0. Great start to the game. Andros Townsend obviously scoring, and then uh, Patrick Van Arnholt in the second half, putting them ahead, 2 0 ahead. To then lose the game from there, I think it's, it's just heartbreaking for them. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It was just such a battling, such a, you know, back-to-the-wall performance. And, wow, you know, going 2-0 up um, against Manchester United, who would have who would have thought that um, after everything, you know, with all the injuries and, and, you know, problems like that down at the bottom of the table. We thought it was going to be another famous night under the lights. And, uh, it, wow, it was just, you know, the to get a... The way they got a goal back it was a bit of a soft one. It got their tails up naturally, and uh, well, yeah, got about to two-two, and just well, you just felt that uh, a bit of that quality was going to nick it for United, as we saw against Tottenham the week before. And um, and boy, it was quality. Nemanja Matic. I mean, let's not take anything away from the strike. It was just a wonderful, wonderful hit. Wayne Hennessy, not just Wayne Hennessy, any goalkeeper would have would not have saved it. Um, but for Palace, just it was just not deserved. They deserved a point at the least, and um, and now obviously going to Chelsea on Saturday is not obviously ideal. But they've got to try and dig it in and, and put it in again for another ninety minutes and hopefully get something. I think it was just the the, the way the manner of the defeat, wasn't it? Because people coming into this game probably wouldn't have been thinking, oh yeah, we'll get something against United. I mean, Palace have a terrible record against United in the league, don't they? I mean, seventeen games and counting to, towards today. Obviously, it's now 18 with this one in the Premier League. I mean, they just don't have much luck against uh, against United. No, no, it's it's well, uh, they just haven't really, have they? And uh, we all thought it could be another famous night, as, as, I, as I just said. Uh, they have beaten big teams before at Sellers Park, and uh, it really did look like it was going to be. But as you said, it was they haven't beaten United in the Premier League, and and, and the players, you know. They might have seen that stat before the game. It might have been in their minds. Um, but uh, as you said, Rob, I just don't know how the, they've got to try and pick themselves up somehow. I mean, they put everything into that game tonight. They really did, and, um, and you know, and the fans, the fans knew that. They, they, you know, they clapped them off. They could see there was 110% from every single player, um, and now they're going to, you know, reflect on it for 24 hours. And you know, as we see, from, you know, professional footballers—they'll get it out of the system, and they need to, and they need to go again for Chelsea. 
in a way, do you think it's, it's probably good that it's Chelsea at the weekend rather than it being one of these pressure games that they could be facing in the next few weeks? Because you know they're not going to be expected to go to Chelsea. I know they, they have done the last two years and, and win, but they're not going to be expected to. They're still probably not going to have Wilfred Zaha. I mean, you wouldn't expect them to. They wouldn't be favourites against Chelsea, and it's one of those games where if they get something, it's a bonus. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see what you mean. There. I mean, playing Chelsea, it's um, well, we know how tough it's going to be, but I, I know what you mean. After a demoralising defeat, you know the way, the manner of, of the defeat against United and Spurs. Um, if they were to go and play a lesser team on paper, uh, you know, would they be in the right frame of mind? <laughs> but then again, Chelsea on Saturday, again, is it damage limitation? Just try and make sure that you know there's not many goals against. Um, it is a tough one, but I think they just just got to try and get through this game against Chelsea. Try and pick something up, um, and hopefully luck is on their side before a massive, massive game at Huddersfield. Which for me, they've got to win. They've got to win at Huddersfield now because if they do lose against Chelsea, then of course they've got the, the international break before Liverpool. But of course, you look at it like this way: that if they beat Huddersfield they'll want a game straight away but no it is an international break so um, they've just got to try and come away from Stamford Bridge with something and, but they've got to win they've got to go and get something at Huddersfield definitely for sure before Liverpool um, at the end of this month the problem is if they don't get anything at Chelsea it, it becomes almost a must win at Huddersfield doesn't it yeah and, and, I and agree and you know they've, they've People saying yes that on, on paper beyond Liverpool, the last six games are more favourable, and that's true on paper they are. But I mean, how many times do we hear a manager say football's not played on paper? It's you know that those those cliches come out, but at the same time, Palace don't really want to have to be going to those six games knowing they need four wins to stay up. Yeah, true. And, and again, you look at the uh, the remaining you know next couple of games or three games. You'd say actually, out of all the big guns, Liverpool's the one you don't want to face. Mm. They are just, you know, they're on fire. Um, obviously, we've got another three weeks before that game, but uh, you're right. They don't want to go into it. But 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 then again, on paper, I, they're favourable. They are favourable games on paper. There's also the big game with Brighton. Um, and I think, I think, I think they'll be. I think they're going to be okay. I, I really do because. They got two players back against United. They got Kelly and Schlupp. It, it did make a difference in terms of their shape, and you know they offered more of a, uh, you know, a threat out wide. But Schlupp mm. he created the goal for Van Aanholt as well, and um, and obviously Kelly is very you know he's very organised, reliable. He, he formed a, a good partnership with Tompkins. So you know they got they got Wilfred to come back. They got Mamadou to come back, and they got Kabai hopefully to come back. They're probably the next three, if you like, to to return from injury. Uh, um, uh, have a really good time because you know they'll come back into the team, get some form, and then they're ready to go for the last six games. And yeah. um, and, and I, I think I think they're going to be okay. I think they showed enough today, didn't they? In, in terms of spirit, in terms of determination, and, yes. and like you said, having a more of a threat. I mean, they obviously had it was a bit of a change of formation from the way you know change of setup from the way they played against Tottenham. Against Tottenham, it was very much a containing sort of game wasn't it mm. and trying to stifle Tottenham not letting them have many opportunities whereas today they tried to get on the front foot early on and playing 4-4-2 with, with Schlupp in there on the left hand side with Van Arnholt 
Serlot and Benteke up top, they did have more of an attacking impetus, I thought. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you're right. Spurs, it was just very, <laughs> just, just, just try and stop them. And, and, and there was a, there was a gritty, hard-fought performance in there, and they were just undone by you know, you know, the red-hot Harry Kane. And, and it, but United, they, they gave United a game tonight. United knew they were in, they were in a game, and um, they, they attacked them. But you're right, the, the, the Schlupp on the left, uh, you know, who can who can play out wide. Um, and Townsend, they were both threats. You know, uh, MacArthur and Luca in the middle, they were never really going to get forward uh, tonight. They were always going to be holding, trying to protect that back four, um, and, and just have the likes of Townsend and Schlupp to, to, to get forward. And obviously, you know, saw a lot as well. We, you know, we saw him out wide for the first two games. Played as a striker tonight. Okay, didn't have too many chances. I can think of two in, in particular, but you could see his qualities in a more central striking position with Benteke. Um, you know, he holds the ball up well. I think he'll get better as games go. He's getting used to the Premier League. Um, but uh, no, they, they, they did look a lot better. But in terms of going to Chelsea, you know, dare you do that at Stamford Bridge? Yes, they did it last season. But that's when they had Wilfred Zaho was on form. Um, but... Uh, I think they took Chelsea a bit by surprise last year. Yeah, there they, was that. You know, the, uh, especially having come from a goal down as well because they went behind early on and the form Chelsea were in I think everybody expected them to you know coast the victory from 4th, 5th minute on wasn't it when Fabregas scored but then obviously it was two goals quickly from Palace and I think it was 2-1 after 11 or 12 minutes wasn't it so you know they, they did kind of catch some cold a little bit there and maybe they could do the same you know they, maybe they could yeah no they, they could I mean as you, as you pointed out just, just now about the character um and, and the determination if they can do that at Stamford Bridge uh, and get a bit of luck then then why not then why not but Chelsea will be red hot favourites at home um, they've, they've, they've slightly fallen away a bit Chelsea yeah. there'll be a bit of pressure on them in terms of their position you know they need to try and get back up to fourth place uh, they'll be looking to you know make sure this is three points for them on Saturday so um, I think there were positive signs you know with Serlot and Benteke as, as a two, that may may not both be well. You know, may not be. You may not see the same thing on on Saturday. But in the games beyond that, I think that the, the signs were there that that could be a good partnership. No, I agree. No, I agree. They're two big men. They 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 can ruffle the uh, you know defence up from the opposition. They they can try and bully them if you like. They've got them. They both got the height, and um, and, and you know. Schlupp and Townsend got some deliveries in the box and obviously when Wilf comes back we know what he's about so as long as they can try and feed those two um, that is the key especially in the air we know Ben Tucker had a header what a save from De Gea it was oh save, yeah. absolutely superb save clawed off the line we know that's what he can do and you know a word on Ben Tucker I thought he worked his um, socks off I really did yeah. um, I thought he was he, he was good he unsettled the, the United defence you know his physical presence I thought he did put himself about a bit more tonight. It was just so much better from him. Mm. We, we've seen some s- laboured performances from him at times, and you know, really, is, that, is he earning his wage at all? And uh, but tonight, he really—I mean, that's what we all want to see. That's what the fans want to see. It was a much better all-round performance from Christian Benteke, and boy, they need him to do that for the you know the next remaining what is it, nine, ten games. So. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a good partnership. They're both two two big men, um, uh, but like anyone, like anyone, they need the service. 
So, and uh, another good performance tonight was uh, Aaron Wambasaka again. Right, the, the, Outstanding. Right back. Yeah. Outstanding. Just he got my man of the match. Um, a nine out of ten. You got to do something really special to get a ten. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, nine out of ten. Absolutely brilliant. It's as if he's been playing there for you know the whole season, if you like. He's just stepped right in, and not against a lesser team, no, lesser teams. Coming in to make your Premier League debut at 20 years old against Tottenham and then Manchester United, but perform the way he has is just remarkable. Um, you know, we spoke to him after the Tottenham game, and yeah, he, he was more of a winger for, for the academy and, and for the development team, but he's also played at right back. But he gave us the impression that no, the right back is his position now moving forward. Um, I thought perhaps he might have been a bit lightweight, but no, absolutely not at all. He positioning. Passing, um, there was a superb tackle in the second half as well. Which uh, you know, to have Rashford, that, yeah, to have that confidence as a youngster inside the box, you know, at two-two, uh, was just you know outstanding. So and he got forward as well. Yeah, he got forward. He nearly, he nearly scored a, yeah. um, you know, he nearly it's caught the hair out into the top corner. You know, the keeper had to tip it over. But uh, I mean, his, you say he's you know, guaranteed starter at Chelsea on Saturday. No, no doubt about it. Is. I mean, he's a, he's just been a massive, massive plus point in the next, you know, the last two games, and and, and well done, well done to him. It's, it's great for the club, great for the academy, and it's what we've all been longing to see. Finally, you know, an academy player breaking into the first team, and and, and looking to stay there now. Yeah, I mean, obviously there was no Tim Fosu-Mensah tonight, who was uh, eligible to face Man United. Yeah, but, I mean, does he come back in on Saturday? You know, Kelly and Tompkins, as you said, they have they've got a fairly strong partnership there in the middle. And you can't really drop Wambasaka on the on the basis of those two performances. You can't. Uh, don't get me wrong. You know, Fossi Mensah's been he's been playing he's been playing well, but I just think Kelly and Tompkins are they're they're like they're like a solid, reliable partner. Yeah. If you like, okay, United got their goals tonight, but you I think they've got that experience, haven't they? They've got a little bit more experience. And I think if he was to bring Fossi Mensah right back instead of instead of Wambasaka, I think that'd be on the young staff for the next two games the guys you know the confidence is oozing through him right now he cannot wait to play the next game uh, and as I said just now Wampasaka's got to be a starter on Saturday um, it would be so hard to drop him just to bring in Fossi Mensah and um, I think I think I think Kelly and, and Tomkins should continue for me at centre back obviously looking ahead to Chelsea I mean as we've, we've sort of already said that they have been there one in the past but Given the players that who are out, and given the the situation, you know, after t- after such a, a cruel defeat, it is going to be difficult, isn't it? it we well, yeah. Let's not. Okay, I know they won their last season, but it's still a big club that they've got to face against world-class players. And as I mentioned, Chelsea have got their own you know season to sort out. They need to try and get Champions League mm-hmm. they're a few points behind fourth position right now um, and they'll know that a game at home against Crystal Palace a team fighting for relegation is an idle opportunity to try and you know get points back on the board um, I, I, I just think Palace like I said before just need to try and damage limitation try and keep them at bay for as long as possible um, and, and nick something. That's all you can do with, with the situation they're in, the injuries they're facing. Um, and, and, and then, like I said, if you can take any positives, 
you can take a positive from the Manchester United game with the with the way they performed. Mm-hmm. If they can do that against Chelsea, then they can take that to Huddersfield, you know, and yeah. and then and hopefully they've got the. The, the quality over Huddersfield to, to, to you know nick something I think any Palace fan would take a 1-0 win off a player's backside win at Huddersfield just to um, just to get three points and then you know pick up the morale against so right you said that I mean there are other positives that you know they scored the first goal throw from play tonight without Wilfred Zaha this season in the Premier League that's, oh. a, that's a, a perhaps a surprising stat for some people that they hadn't until now but you know they're well aware of the, the fact they haven't won a game, you know, without Wilfred in the team this year. But hopefully he'll be back to back soon. He's, he's certainly stepping up the recovery, isn't he? He's well, yeah, he close. was on the ball, wasn't he? He was. Um, there was a video of him yeah. running with the ball the other day. But uh, I think that he'll obviously definitely misses Saturday at Chelsea. I think Huddersfield will be touch and go. Um, I think you, it depends on perhaps depends how he is. But uh, would you risk him before an international break? Would you That's give him? seven games I think it's you've got to weigh it up whether it's a risk worth taking because yes it could be a pressure game that Palace needs to try and win but you don't want to risk him obviously the player will have his opinion but, uh, but, but obviously I mean, he'll be itching to get out there we know, we know how much the club means to where it's are and, you know, yeah. that's the other side of it as well we know how much this has been a personal mission for him this season to save the club he's you know he's, he's admitted that as well yeah, um, it'll be up to the doctors the physios if they say to Roy that it's might be worth giving him an extra week's rest. Roy will do that. Yeah, he will. I mean, I know Will will be itching to get back out there, but it's just not worth one game, if you like. I know, obviously, one game could prove to be the difference in the end, but but you don't want him to miss the last six games. You don't want him to miss the last six games. He he's, he could be the difference, in, you know, in, in the last six several games. So um, we'll see. I think we'll just obviously. You'll be at the press conference uh, yeah. this week uh, on Thursday or Friday, and, and you can find out from Roy what the, what the latest is. But I don't think he won't be involved in, at Chelsea. But uh, it might be just it might be a wise decision just to, to just to wait, pick up his fitness um, in, in the international break, um, fully get over the injury, and then come back for the Liverpool game. So how do you see it? Palace obviously in, in the bottom three going into Chelsea at the weekend. They're a point away from Southampton who are just outside the relegation zone three points away from you know a few teams that are on 30 points <laughs> do you think Palace will stay up? Yeah no I do I, I have I've, I've, I've said this for, for now for the last two weeks I know we, we did a we did a prediction piece um, you and I and a few of our other reporters in um, in our media group and, and, I, and I and I do think other teams have got worse run-ins I really do I know I know, um, I know Brighton, for example, they've um, done really well in, in the last couple of games. But you look at their running on paper, OK, they beat Arsenal, but I think they've got the likes of Chelsea, City, United, yeah. Liverpool, all to play. And, and I mean, I, that's just a ridiculous running for them. And I did, I did predict Brighton to go down. I, I did. Um, I, I think they could. I think they, they might come unstuck a little bit with those games. Um, I think Huddersfield are going to go down. And... Uh, yeah, obviously West Brom are, are in big trouble. They they do have favourable games on paper, um, but they haven't taken advantage. And, and, and Stoke City, I think I think Palace have got a better running than the teams around them. Um, I really do, and I just think with the injuries coming back and Wilfred coming back, um, I think I think they will claw results together. 
I think the Brighton game on the 14th of April as well could be a big um, mm-hmm. turning point if you like they've got Bournemouth before that but uh, that could be a big catalyst if you like just to give them that extra boost yeah. um, for, for the running so um, I think Palace will stay up yeah I'd, I'd still do myself I mean in, in the predictions piece that you, you were talking about there I had alright admittedly that was two weeks ago I had Brighton to go down then and I think I've probably changed my mind a little bit on that because I didn't have them to beat Swansea and uh, Arsenal. I think I had them down for a, maybe a point in both. So they, they've they've already picked up more points than I expected, and I think that would probably, with one or two wins, you know, more now. I think that will probably see them safe. But I, yes, I agree they've got a tough run in still. But I think they've still got Huddersfield at home and possibly Newcastle away. And and you think that if they could get some points there, that they they could you know that then. They should keep it, have enough. Um, I, I do think Palace will just about be all right. I, I think it might come down to the last day still. I, I don't think it's going to be. I was going to say, go down to the last day. Do you think it's going to go down to goal difference? Yeah, it could do. Yeah, it could well do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. I mean, you, you mean you you mentioned as well that out of all the clubs down there, Southampton have got the better. They got the best goal difference. Best goal difference. But they're uh, they're, they're not winning games. That's the right. problem. I mean that that they've only won five games out of twenty nine all season and. You're looking at it, and yes, they're a point above Palace at the moment, and they're I think six six goals better off now. But mm. you do in terms of goal difference, but you do look at it and think, well, if Palace can get a win, Southampton haven't been winning games. You know, Southampton got like six away games as well. They were six away games between now and the end of the season out of the nine, and the, out of their three home games, they've got Chelsea, Bournemouth, and Man City. Wow! So you know that's a tough run in and. Yes, they've got a couple of the teams around them. They've got Newcastle at the weekend, which is a big game. Newcastle versus Southampton at three o'clock on Saturday. Mm. I mean, that's you know two teams just outside the relegation zone. Obviously, someone's got to pick up points. Someone's got to pick up, yeah. Um, so, Palace's position is probably going to be a little bit worse by the time they kick off at Stamford Bridge on Saturday. But you know, Roy's been pragmatic about that. He said that he knows with the fixtures they've got at the moment. That, that it's likely, isn't that it? They're going to be in a relegation zone yeah. for maybe a week or two. And he says, you know, so, that that can't, they can't be phased by that. They've got to just accept that that might be the case. And then when the more favourable fixtures come round, they'll yes, climb out. They'll climb out. Yeah. I mean, the, the the issue is that if they don't pick up something soon, those games are going to become must wins. And the yeah. pressure that, that falls on those games, then, you know, it's how they handle that. Because if they go to Huddersfield and they need a point. Then you think, okay, they could, you know, that that's all right. You could, you might be able to nick a point there. But if they've got to go there and win, just to keep in touch in distance with, you know, the teams above them, mm. then I don't think a point's enough. No, it may, maybe so. not. But then if they get something, you know, it, it, it might be viewed as a bonus at the moment. But if they get something at Chelsea or yeah. against Liverpool, yeah, then all of a sudden it just takes a little bit of weight off the shoulders when you come into those, you know, games beyond Liverpool, like Bournemouth, like Brighton. Watford, Leicester, Stoke, West Brom, you know, those are games that I agree on on paper Palace should have a chance of getting points from, but you don't, I I just fear that if they get to the stage that they have to win all of them, or, you know, a a large proportion of them, then with each game that that goes past and they don't, just the pressure increases, doesn't it? And it's how you handle it in the bottom, you know, the bottom few teams. There's there's usually a team that, that... Produces, you know, puts a run together. Who's at the bottom and claws their way out of it. You, you've got to hope Palace are that team. No, definitely. 
Well, you're going to be at the press conference yeah, this, um, this, this week. Uh, it's Thursday or Friday, do we know I think, yet? I think we hope, well, I think in Thursday. But yeah. we'll, 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 we'll be told, I'm sure, soon. Yeah, well, of course, you'll, you'll be there covering it and uh, um, obviously you'll be uh, covered live on the uh, Croydon Advertiser website, um, as always. So uh, and, and of course you'll be uh, at Chelsea on Saturday and yeah. uh, I'll be I'll be joining you um, but but from half time yeah so uh, I, I'm covering uh, I'm covering uh, Queens Park Rangers for our sister title Get West London at three o'clock and I'm going to go and see a certain uh, Johnny Williams uh, I'm going to go and uh, see if I can have a little catch up with Johnny um, hopefully uh, he gets some game time with Sunderland and uh, and then yeah I'm going to quickly shoot on the tube down from Shepherd's Bush to uh, Fulham Broadway and, and join you for half time to help out to, uh, post-match and hopefully it's, it's well, Palace are getting a result or it's nil-nil so let's hope so let's hope so so, uh, so Palace fans yeah please join Rob on Saturday and, um, and I'll be there from uh, for the second 45 onwards Excellent. thanks for listening